Track Back, uh, the show that is perfect for content creators. And today we're going to be talking about football, because what else can you talk about on an early uh, Thursday morning at precisely 10 o'clock? I could talk about football yeah. all day, and I'm assuming you can talk about football too all day. Oh, mate. Yeah, that's all I do, isn't it? I just chat, chat shit about football, basically. <laughs> Constant. But as a football fan, I'm constantly entertained, and that's why I wanted you on the show. Um, so, Wally, I've picked a few topics that we're going to talk about today, and we're going to start off with um, an event that just happened. Um, I was fortunate enough to go to the England versus Hungary qualifier at Wembley um, yesterday, and I have to say I was quite disappointed. Um, obviously, it was great to get back to Wembley, great to go and watch the lads play again, but seeing that we had such an attacking lineup. We had uh, the likes of Sterling, Foden, Kane, uh, Mason Mount, Declan Rice. And we still couldn't get past that barrier. I'm assuming you watched the match too. How did you find that? Do you think that we should have had more of a result against Hungary com- compared to that 4-0 victory that we had um, back in Hungary a few weeks ago? Yeah, 100%. I mean, like England should be beating like, Hungary. Poland away was obviously tough, uh, letting in that last minute. Uh, equaliser but it's, it's not the end of the world if, if from, from where I'm looking from it um, I mean we should go through it'll be an absolute nightmare if we don't and Southgate should be gone if it's anything other than getting through the group first place but these games happen all the time it's like it, it happens in club football like Man City they come unstuck against I don't know got beat by Leicester a couple of seasons ago at home 5-0 England are at home you thought it would have been one step closer to qualification but Hungary aren't a bad side. You, they, they showed in uh, in the Euros against uh, France, Portugal and Germany. Um, they're, they're no mugs. So look, you've got to take it on the chin and move on to uh, San Marino and Albania, I think it is. Absolutely. I think we need to win those two games to actually qualify now, don't we? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's right. Or it might be four points, but it's, it's definitely we need at least one win, yeah. Yeah. But you look back at that result we had, that 4-0 victory against Hungary, and you look at the game we had um, yesterday. What did we do wrong? Um, you know, we had a kind of similar lineup. Obviously, Foden came in. Um, but what is it that we did wrong in that game compared to that previous game? Because we run away in that last game. We kind of a bit sloppy in the first half, and then we came to light in the second half. But in this game, we kind of had more of the possession. But... Couldn't find the breakthrough. Obviously, we had that lucky goal by John Stones from that Foden free kick, but still couldn't break down that Hungary defence. Do you think it was the fact that Hungary, they turned up um, at Wembley and they had a defensive mindset in their mind that they were going to go out and be as defensive as possible, not really focusing much on attacking more defensively minded? Yeah, maybe. I mean, full, full credit to Hungary. They came and did a job and played really well, I thought. Um, I thought I thought they were, they were good um, in that first game I think we weren't that great in the first half and then the second half we just come out and just bossed it um, but for me like it's, Harry Kane's not in good form yeah. Um, yeah. I know he scored that goal against Poland where he banged it from 30 yards and it went in but even in that game he wasn't that great he's not doing it for club um, but can you drop him because he does come up with their moments he does score the goals it might be crap for 89 minutes, but you might have that one 10 seconds of magic where he scores and you win the game. So it's a tough one. But yeah, things things just weren't clicking um, going forward like they were 
sort of in, in the Euros, maybe. Um, I know we didn't score that many in the group stages in the Euros, but in the Ukraine game, everything just went our way. Germany as well, uh, the link-up between Grealish, Sterling, Kane, um, just seems like it's not there at the minute. But like, like I say, I said, I said it a minute ago, I don't think there's any reason to panic. I think by the time the World Cup comes along, there's plenty of time, plenty of games to, um, to get it sorted. And I don't think Southgate knows his best team yet. I, think I know he's throwing Foden, Foden in there a lot more and Grealish. Um, but, oh, yeah, we've just got to wait and see. And I'm sure Harry, all, all strikers go through blips and I'm sure Harry Kane will be back. You, you look at Timo Werner for Chelsea. I mean, he has had an awful season. But obviously he's come from a different country, but you see him performing for Germany. And I think I watched the game that they just had and he banged in two amazing goals. So I think that he is starting to find that confidence again. And I think that's what Harry Kane is going to, you know, go through as well. And I think that, you know, all the stuff he's done for England, I think he will kind of click into gear. But do you believe, Ollie, that the reason, I think what everyone believes, the reason Harry Kane and his form are going slightly downhill is because he didn't get his summer move to Man City. Did you think that he would have got that move or do you think it was the price tag that priced him out of that move? I mean, is Kane really worth 150 mil? I think he is, yeah. He's, he's a proven goal scorer. He's, he's like, his record's ridiculous. I think he's the second quickest player to score 100 goals in the Premier League behind Alan Shearer. He's on, I think he's on nearly 150. Um, he's going to surpass Rooney's England record as well. That, that'll be coming up in the next year or so. So I think... I think he is worth 150 million. And usually when players sort of pull a bit of a strop, um, they, they, most of the time they do get their own way because it's sort of seen as a bad apple within the group. But he's captain of Tottenham. Daniel Levy's obviously got his mind set that he's not leaving. So I, I was glad when it was when it all sort of ended and Harry Kane said, like, look, I'm staying for next, I'm staying this year. Um, but then I did think he'd sort of kick on. Um but then if you look at Tottenham as a team, since Harry Kane said that, they've sort of slipped as well. The first three games, they won the top of the league, 3-1 nils. And then I know Kane didn't play in the first two of them. He might come on for the third one. And then ever since, they've been looking sloppy as well. So does it correlate? I'm, I'm not so sure. But yeah, I think Kane is definitely worth a lot of money. Um, obviously, as, as, is, as, as we go on, if he continues with this form, maybe his price will dip. Who knows? I do feel a bit sorry for him because of the fact that he has scored all these goals and he's not won a title. I think the fact that if England would have won the Euros, that I think his mindset wouldn't have been sort of, okay, I'm not determined to join Man City. I can do another season with Tottenham as long as I can actually win a title. So I do feel a bit of sympathy for him, the fact that he's not won a trophy yet. And he's coming up to that age now. Obviously, we've got the World Cup next year. I think if we do end up winning that, I think that could sort of put Harry Kane in a better mindset because I don't see them yeah, winning definitely. the Premier League this year. They could win, uh, you know, they could win in the FA Cup. They could win the Carabao Cup. I think that's kind of what he should be expecting this season. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, like say, if we won the Euros or even the World Cup a couple of years ago, I think his pressure would have been taken off his shoulders a bit more because he'd have something to show for it. But at the minute, he's just a great goal scorer with an Audi Cup to his name. Like, there's not a lot he's got to show for it um, in terms of, like, medals and silverware. He's, he's smashing records 
um, for Tottenham. It's going to be going to break England's record. So he's, he's got that sort of personal um, achievements, but he hasn't got anything to show for it in terms of trophies. So I think he does want trophies. You look at there's far worse players than Harry Kane that have won the Premier League. Um, so he can win a trophy. It's just does he get the move? And by all means, Tottenham could win a FA Cup or Carling Cup. Or, sorry, not Carling Cup, uh, League Cup. But is that the trophy that Harry Kane wants to be associated with? Or does he want to win a Premier League, a Champions League, a World Cup, a uh, European Championship? Because, you know, as well, that Man City are starting to lose that interest in Kane now. Because um, from what rumours are saying is that they're going to try and go after the Terminator Erling Haaland in January. So that kind of, how do you think that makes him feel knowing that Man City now have they're slightly losing that interest, knowing that it's going to be very difficult to get him from Tottenham. So they're going to go after someone completely younger, fresher, and who is well practically one of the best players in the world. Yeah, um, but Haaland's unbelievable. He's still very young, but like you say, he's got um, what's Kane? 27, 28? So he's got a few years on Kane. Um, he's smashing it at Dortmund in the Bundesliga doing it in the Champions League. I know the Premier League's different. We've seen a lot of players come over, especially especially strikers like Timo Werner come from the um, Bundesliga and struggle. But I'm sure Haaland would do it. Um, but in terms of Kane, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's not only, only City that's after him. I always think of Kane in the future being at Man United. Yeah, I've always um, thought Yeah, I think that's a good fit for him. Um I know there's rumours of him going to Chelsea in the summer, but they that was a posh win. But... <laughs> nah, nah, exactly. I, I don't think he'd go to a to a London club. But I've always seen him at United, whether that's next season, season after, uh, you never know. Or he could just he could stay at Tottenham. The question you is, never know. will any club pay that fee? That is the big question. Um, so we move forward now to Qatar next year, Ollie. Um, yeah. Who would you say would be our strongest eleven that we should field should we get to the World Cup final? Who would be our strongest 11? Oh, God. That's a tricky one. Um, Me personally, I would stick is... with the faith. When it comes to in goal, I would stick with Pickford. What Pickford has done, especially in that Euros, he has been a standout goalkeeper. He's had a lot of criticism um, from, from his form in Everton, and including that foul that yeah. took out Virgil van Dijk. But when it comes to England, he has never put a foot wrong, I assume. He's never, ever put a foot wrong in goal for England. Yeah, no, I agree. Pickford, 100%. Even if his form was dipped for Everton or he's not getting games or whatnot, if he's fit, I'd put him in. And I think Gareth Southgate will do that as well, like we've seen with Sterling and Stones. that haven't been playing for City, but he's thrown them in because he trusts them. And I don't think, unless Pickford's in, injured, I don't think the number one spot's going to anyone else. Yeah. And there's um, a lot of competition, though. There's a lot of competition. Sam Johnstone's getting up there. Aaron Ramsdale's performing exceptionally well for Arsenal right now. Dean Henderson not getting enough time at Man United. I do see a low move away in January. Um, but a lot of competition for that number one jersey. Yeah, definitely. And you've got Nick Pope as well. I know he's been injured. Yeah, um, Burnley, yeah. But before the Euros, I think he he was in line to be number one. Um, but I think he got injured just before the Euros or he was out for a long spell. Um, so he obviously, he was he played a few games. Yeah, I think I think mostly friendlies. Um, but no, in terms of tournament football, Pickford's had the World Cup got to the semis, Euros got to the final. He, he's pulled off some unbelievable saves. We we let in two goals in the 
in the Euros. Both of them were from set pieces. One was a free kick and one was from a free kick or a corner. So, yeah, I, I don't see him swapping Pickford for anyone else. Yeah. All right, back four. Uh, I think just tried and tested. Um, I think the Euros back four. Carl Walker, Maguire, Stones and Luke Shaw. Barring any major injuries, I'd say that is that is probably the back four he's going to go with. Because, of course, we've got Trippier as well, um, who is, you know, he's always performed well, Kieran Trippier, for us. You yeah. Know? He he has, um, and, and I think Gareth Southgate does trust him a lot in that, in that right back position, uh, so obviously you've got him to back up Carl Walker. Um, yeah, I, I, that's that's what I like about sorry Trippier. That's what I like about him. He's just he's so versatile. He can play as a wing back. He can play right back. He can play left back. So anything happens to Shaw, anything happens to Walker. If you want to play a back three and have Walker in a back three, you can put Trippier in right back or wing back. So yeah, I think um, I think Trippier is sort of number one sub uh, yeah. as you would. For the uh, for the right and left back position, midfield. Ah, oh, yeah, this is where it gets tricky. Uh, in the Euros, I'd like to see a lot more of Jude Bellingham. Yeah, um, I think he's I think he's class. I think he's going to be unreal. Like, um, Such a young boy. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's so young. Um, whole future ahead of him, and he's unfazed. Like playing against City in that Champions League quarter, I think it was, or, or knockout oh. stage. Come on, the Euros. He played in the Euros. Became England's youngest player. Um, I'd like to see a lot more of him. I know he's rested for the for the last last few games. But then, who'd you, who'd you take out? I think Declan Rice has got to start um, sitting. I think Mountie should as well. I think Mountie's definitely yeah. start. Yeah, I think he'll go with Mount Rice and Phillips. Um, but then I'd like to see. Yeah, I'd like to see Bellingham in there. Definitely, yeah. and then and then even like Foden's been playing sort of quarterback position recently, just pinging it over the top, especially against who was it Andorra, um, just getting it, getting it from the right back, spraying the ball over the top, and then um, who was it? Then we're going on to score. So we've got, we've got so many options. That's that's the the, the problem. It's, what, it's a good problem to have. What I love about Phil Foden is that he's one of our brightest talents and I just think you have to start him. I just don't think you, you should bench him because from that very start, from the first minute, uh, when I was in Hungary, I think he was clearly the man of the match. I think Phil Foden was 100% the man of the match in that game. I just think you can't mm-hmm. bench Foden, but it's the question of where exactly you play him around all those other talents. Yeah, that, that's it. Like At the minute, it looks, it looks like he's favouring Foden sort of in midfield. And then Grealish and Sterling, either side of Kane. Now he could, he could switch that up. He could take Grealish off. Could bring Greek Grealish into the midfield. Stick Foden out there. Again, I think Sterling. He's 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 one of his trusted players. Yeah. Um, and of course you've got Rashford and Jaden Sancho as well. It, it's exactly. it's crazy the amount of talent we've got. Um, I know. Do you think honestly, Oli, Do you think that we really could stand a chance of winning this World Cup next year? I think we can. Yeah, I think yeah, 100% we can. Whether we will or not is a different question. But um, standout teams are France. Showed in the, in the Nations League how good they are coming back twice to win both games. I still and their don't quality think they just... won that game. Huh? I still do not think they should have won that game. Um, it was really unfortunate for Eric Garcia, actually, that that goal from Mbappe. I don't... I don't yeah, think... the offside. Yeah, I, I don't think that should have been allowed. I really think Spain were robbed mm. in that game. Um, 
Yeah. Problem was with France, they, they've got world class <laughs> players, but um, I just think Mbappe, he's starting to be a big diva. I think he's, he's big time, big time diva. I think he's really starting to show his 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 true, yeah. you know, his true colours. And I, he's right. never going to have that sort of. People are not going to see him as much as the likes of Messi and Ronaldo. I don't think they'll ever see Mbappe on the same level. Obviously, he's accomplished so much in his early years, but mm-hmm. you know, once you start showing who you are as a real footballer, the fans—I mean, the Paris Saint-Germain fans—are already turning against him. You know, they're, they're, after he yeah. says he wants to go to Real Madrid, so obviously the PSG fans are going to well have turned against him. Do you see the same for the Real Madrid fans? Um, what in terms of would they welcome him at Real Madrid yeah. or Do oh yeah, hundred percent, yeah, they're definitely and any like you don't know what's happened like in the media, everything gets spun in a certain way. It could have just been a conversation with someone that someone's caught onto and said, "Oh, Mbappe wants to leave immediately." But I think he's always said about his desire to go to Madrid. Like Ronaldo was his idol growing up, um, so yeah, I think any team with Mbappe in it is going to be great and. Is Real Madrid a bigger team than PSG? 100%. Um, at the minute, LA is good, questionable. Um, but I think it's a good fit, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think Mbappe at uh, Real Madrid, I think he's done everything, apart from winning the Champions League. He's won French League, French Cup, World Cup, World Cup France, exactly, all that sort of stuff. So yeah. next few seasons probably is a good time for him to leave, if he is going to leave. Um, maybe give this Champions League... if like. There's no better chance to win the Champions League now with PSG when you've got they, that team. If they don't win the Champions League, I can say myself that PSG are a failure of a team. And Pochettino yeah, is a failure of a coach. I mean, having Donnarumma, having Hakimi, Ramos, um, Wijnaldum, yeah. and then that front three, Herrera, Verratti, you just can't... How can they not win the Champions League? I know. Well, they didn't win the league last year, which is just like, it's ridiculous. Um, so anything can happen. But, um, yeah, if they don't win or at least get to the final of the Champions League, that'll be a massive failure, I think. I'm, Especially I'm, with the team I'm they've sticking, got. I'm sticking with Bayern. I think Bayern are going to do it again. They, I think Bayern Munich, in my opinion, as a football fan, are a proper football team. Yeah. The way they, you, they know, you know what you're getting. Yeah, you know what you're getting yeah. with Bayern. You know what you're getting with them because they're just they're solid at the back. They've got Lewandowski up front who's just, like, guaranteed goals. Like, it's... it's it's mad how good he is. Um, Muller, still on yeah, fire. Bayern, yeah, exactly. Kimmich is unbelievable as well. So, yeah, with Bayern, you always know what you're going to get. And in Europe, they turn up. Very rarely do they um, sort of flop on the European yeah. stage. So, I think Bayern will be right up there in the Champions League. I think I think the English teams will. I do. I think City will be there. Chelsea will be there. Liverpool will be there. United, not so sure. Uh, I hope they do. I, I'm not one of the people that hates to see English, English teams do well in the Champions it's, League. I always like to see English teams yeah. do well. There's something not quite right with Man United, I think. There's something not quite right with them at the minute. I don't know whether it's uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I don't know whether it's something within the team, but we'll have to find that out. Uh, next, Ollie, I want to know your opinion on the Newcastle United takeover. Um, recently taken over by Amanda Stavely and uh, the uh, Saudi Arabian Public um, Investment Fund. What do you think about that? Um, obviously, Newcastle now are the richest club in the world, more than Paris Saint-Germain and their Qatari owners, more than uh, Roman Abramovich and Chelsea, more than uh, Man City and Sheikh Mansour. 
350 billion pounds um, is what Prince uh, Salman is worth. Is it fair? Mad. Is it fair, Ollie, um, that needs to <sighs> come all this money? Honestly, I don't think it matters if it's fair or not. It's happened. Let them crack on. Like, fair. I'm, I'm a Middlesbrough fan. Like, Newcastle, I, I don't hate them or anything. I'm not, I'm not as sad as that, but they're like our rivals. But crack on. Chelsea have done it. City have done it. It's just the way football is now. If you're going to cry about it, you're just jealous. Because yeah. if someone yeah. comes over with 350 billion quid and buys Middlesbrough and starts buying Mbappe and Lewandowski, I'm not going to moan about it. Like, it's, it's just the way football is. You can imagine that now. Um, yeah, they're probably in the next 10 years. Like you saw City. City bought a load of crap when they first started getting money. They bought Joe. Um, Rubinho came over, didn't set the world alight. Um, Elano was actually quite decent. That might have been just before, but so, it'll take Newcastle a few years to get, yeah, him, yeah, get into their stride. But I, th- I think... I think that like they've got the fan base, they've got the stadium. It's a really passionate club. Um, so yeah, good luck to them. But good luck to them. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll be. You think for the Geordies that they kind of do deserve it in a way because for so long they've been under this strenuous relationship of Mike Ashley for so long, and I do have a lot of gratitude towards them for getting what they want finally because Mike Ashley has not treated that club well at all. Yeah, but it doesn't mean they deserve it. Like, no one deserves anything. No one's got a God-given right to be, like, linked to Newcastle. They've got big fan bases. I think they should yeah, be challenging yeah, that top of the Premier League. It is, it is nice for them to have that take yeah, on the yeah, yeah. so long because it's kind of been like a yo-yo. It's been up and down and up and down. Yeah, obviously. Like, it hasn't been great um, at Newcastle. And you've seen that like, on the pitch and off the pitch. Hasn't been great on the pitch. Um, underwhelming signings they've been making, sort of, Petering around the bottom half of the Premier League, not great for any team. Um, but do they deserve it? They only deserve it because the Saudis wanted to buy it. No, no, any other reason. Um, they've got a good fan base, like I say, they're passionate. And good luck to them. I'm sure they'll be. They yeah. won a trophy in God knows how long. So record yeah, signings sure for sixteen million for Michael Owen. Still their record transfer. Yeah. It's crazy. Exactly. It's absolutely crazy. Who do you see taking crazy. James's part? Oh, I don't know. A bit disrespectful to Steve Bruce, to be honest. Like, he's it's, it's still in the job, isn't he? Um, he is still in the job. But... He still is in the job, but obviously, all the signs are looking for him going out the exit door. I mean, uh, Amanda Staveley and, and and the Saudis have apparently already come to the agreement that he will be out by the game, the Super Sunday game against Tottenham. Um, really? he, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's rumours that he will be out by then. But if he does face the chop, who do you see taking over and taking that rope? There's rumours that Brendan Rodgers is taking over, but from what he's developed at Leicester, you don't really see him going there. No, I think I think Brendan Brendan Rodgers is on something at Leicester. Um, I know they won the FA Cup, but I don't know. I think I think he'd be a good fit at Newcastle. Actually, I've, I've seen the rumours of Lampard as well. Yeah, Lampard. Um, I put that on my own social channels the other day, and I had loads of comments. People saying, "No, we do not want Lampard." Um, Antonio but, Conte was another name. Um, oh, yeah. Conte, with. like, the thing with Conte, like, people were saying about him going to, um, who was it? Arsenal. Spurs. Yeah, yeah, Spurs. But if, if Conte's got money, that's what he does. He comes in, he spends a load of money and he and he wins you, he wins you trophies. He might be off at the end of the season, but, yeah, or season after, 
but he'll leave with the Premier League and an FA Cup. Like he's 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 really really good, but he needs his own sort of he needs everything around him to be what he wants. Um, so yeah, like that. What what a cope that would be for Newcastle if they got Conte through the door. See that animated yeah. itself on the uh, on the touchline. Yeah. Can't get more animated. Yeah, but they'd love it. Yeah, they absolutely love that. Uh, as a Chelsea fan, I'll be a bit jealous because he did bring a lot of success to Chelsea. But if the tune want him, the tune can have him. Um, yeah. And finally, Ollie, um, coming up is the return of the Ballon d'Or. Um, mm-hmm. We've just had the list of the nominations um, that have come out. Um, names like Foden, um, Jorginho, Lewandowski, Messi, etc., are in that list. Who would you say would be your top three and ended up winning that Ballon d'Or? Oh god, that's a that's a tricky one. Um, I mean, everyone's giving it the Jorginho shouts, and he's been a good player. He has. He's had a good year. He won the Champions League, won the, won the Euros. Euros. But he's no, he's no like he's, he's not a. He's a he's a good player, but he's no like he, he, he's no Messi, is he? <laughs> no, he's he's good at what he does. Um, he gets the ball. He gives it a lot of sideways passing. A lot of backwards passing. He was good for Italy, um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't think it should go to Jorginho. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, he might be in the top three, um, and he is a good player. But I, I, I just think he's very overrated. Um, I think because he's won because he's won the trophies this year. I think everyone's sort of jumping on the Jorginho bandwagon. Bandwagon, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I think Lewandowski is still banging him in. He should have won it last year. He, and was he robbed. got given that other award, didn't he? he? Got given that FIFA, um, yeah, yeah, the the, the, pro thing. the Ballon d'Or, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I think I think he'll be up there, hundred percent. Ronaldo, and Messi, Messi winning the Copa America for the first time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think he had too bad a season at Barca last year, anyway. Messi, um, what he's working around, uh, what he was working around, and and you look mm-hmm. at um, Barcelona now, and you think Messi. I think I made the right decision um, because one of yeah. your ex-players is now up front for Barca, isn't he? Martin Braithwaite. Oh, mate, yeah. Less said about him, the better. He, he, yeah. he was all right at Middlesbrough. He, he was. He was all right. But he, I can't believe he's playing at Barca. Yeah. M- madness. It just shows the kind of dire financial problems that are um, happening in, 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 in Barcelona at the minute. And now they're talking mm-hmm. about wanting to sign Sterling in January. How on earth can they do that? I don't know. God knows. They might have to get rid of a few more players. Um, that, that, yeah, it just seems to be chaos at Barca at the minute. Like, no, I don't think anyone's happy, are they? But they're going to stick by Komen, So Yeah. But there are rumours that Gabi is, is um, in line yeah. uh, to replace yeah. um, Koeman. But with all of Xavi's talents... Can he really dig Barca out of this this ditch? I think he could do well with upcoming players like Ricky Puj and and um, Pedri and Ansu Fati, um, and I think Trincao, who's on loan to Wolves. But he, he does have something to work with. Yeah, definitely. I think I think Xavi uh, um, is it Al Sad? Where is that now? Um, I yeah, saw something the other day. His teams. his record over there. I've seen a couple of goals that they've scored, and it, it's like watching the. Um, Arab version of Barcelona, like they pop it for fun, uh, yeah, and end up scoring with like a, a tap in. So it's like Xavi, I think, is, is made to manage Barcelona. I think that's that's inevitable. Like Gerard is Liverpool, yeah, um, yeah. Like Lampard was Chelsea. I think it come came too early for Lampard. I think 
Um, but I think Xavi definitely will be will be in there. If Coleman doesn't turn things around this season, um, it could be sooner rather than later. Is that a good thing? I don't know. There's nothing like being thrown in at the deep end to learn. So only time will tell. Absolutely. Well, Ollie, I want to thank you for coming on the show. It's been great chatting to you about all things football. Now, for the viewers that are listening into this episode, where can they find your channels, my friend? Um, Instagram, Instagram at Ollie Hud, O-L-L-Y-H-U-D, and TikTok's the same. Um, and then I also I, I work for Give Me Sport as well. Um, I've been out and about doing stuff with the NFL um, and just creating yeah videos on That's great. anything to do with football. Yeah. Well, Ollie, thanks so much, mate, for coming on the show. I appreciate it. No worries. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Cheers, mate. mate. See you later. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>